Brianna. Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations, and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I'm going to try to keep the black cowboy jokes to a minimum this episode. <laughs> uh, and I'm Brianna, and my face kind of looks like a hoodsie because I'm outside too much with my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and today we'll be watching Concrete Cowboy. Concrete Cowboy is written and directed by Ricky Staub and Dan Wassler and stars Lorraine Toussaint, <laughs> Caleb McLaughlin, and the rightful heir to the James Bond throne, in my opinion, Idris Elba. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Marge is in a timeout. I'm also... I'm also so high, Brianna. You you left me hanging all day, and I'm just uh, you're time traveling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if it's gonna make for a better episode or a worse episode. Honestly, so far, I think you're doing okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm struggling, so we'll 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 see what happens. Uh, tidbits. Titties. Movie of the night, ladies and gentlemen, is Concrete Cowboy. It is an hour and 51 minutes long. Can't movies just be shorter? What? Yeah. What happened to a to a 135 knee slapper that just leaves me on the edge of my seat? I know 15 minutes is not a lot, but it's a lot. It's like Honestly, a lot. considering the times, I wouldn't mind an hour 40. I would push for an hour 40, no problem. Right? Like, I know that's only 15 minutes, but shit. Well, we'll see if it really needed to be an hour and 55. Mm-hmm. Based on the novel... Ghetto Cowboy by Greg Neri. Ricky Staub had the idea when he was uh, he was riding through the streets of Philly and he saw a black guy riding a horse. And he was like, huh, that's interesting. And so he did a little research on the, on the interwebs like we do. And he learned about the Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club and Greg Neri's book and decided that it was so interesting that he wanted to, to do a movie on it. I did a little research into Greg Neri, the guy who wrote Ghetto Cowboy, and he has a graphic novel named Yummy, The Last Days of a Southside Shorty. And you want to know what it's about? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's about Robert Yummy Sandifier, who was an 11-year-old boy in 1994, and he became a fugitive uh, after he accidentally killed a, a girl that lived next door. And then he was killed by his own gang. <laughs> I was, I'm like, D- I want to see that movie. Jeez, Greg Neri. Yeah, kind of. That's the Greg the Neri movie. That's what they should fucking adapt. Cheat, cheat. I found Cut. that. Um, cool your jets, man. Cool them. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I found that black urban cowboys have existed in North Philly for over a hundred years. That's pretty impressive. Like that they're able to kind of like keep that tradition alive. I guess because it's always sunny there. Okay. <laughs> Not high enough for that one, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, when I was watching The Wire, they have this like whole storyline based around like these homeless junkies that live in stables and they have like horses and stuff. And I always keep getting like mixed up with that with Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I guess I guess like you know that's Baltimore and and Philly aren't too too far apart, so I guess it's no, reasonable no, no. to you know they're probably pretty similar in culture. I bet it's a quick trip. Yeah, that is a quick trip. I don't know how long of a trip, but I'm sure one of our listeners can let us know. Concrete Cowboy premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival, Brianna, last year, September of 2020. 
and released on April 2nd of 2021 on Netflix. Production began in 2019 in North Philly. I'm pretty sure it was all shot in North Philly, which is which is great. Um, I couldn't find how long it took. To, to, do you know how long? Because I couldn't find how long it took to, to record. So knowing the industry, I was going to say like five five days, six days. <laughs> I couldn't find out how long it took either. But considering when it started production and the fact that it was like done in, I think, early 2020, it couldn't have taken that long. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was able to. It was able to premiere in twenty. It, it, I mean, that's that's only a year, and it's a pretty low budget film. So I think I read that they wanted it to premiere at the Telluride Film Festival, but I guess it got canceled from COVID. So then okay. they premiered it at Toronto. So it was ready like last summer. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um. So or but it probably wasn't earlier ready, than that. It wasn't ready for a, a, a Sundance or anything like that. So you know, it at least wasn't ready by early. 2020 mm-hmm. Re- regardless uh, i'm sure the people don't care about it that much like we do uh this movie brianna it's directed by ricky staub who has only directed shorts in the past but he went to a, an hour and 55 minute movie that's so cool that's a the, yeah so <laughs> it's, it's written by him and damn wassler i couldn't find anything about these guys like nothing like just like that how did they make a whole last movie but Either way, I did see that their 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 short, the cage about street basketball, got a lot of play, got some got some hype behind it. So, I also saw Ricky Staub on IMDb had like four credits, and they were all like assistants for a guy named Mister Herman. So Mister Herman was some probably some producer. So you know you know how it goes. Winky face. Winky yeah. face. Lee Daniels the Butler is also a producer on this movie. Oh. Um, I know it's his name's not. I know he's not a butler, but. I just can't say his name without saying the butler after. Well, I mean, they didn't they call it Lee Daniels the butler? <laughs> yep. Yep. They did. So, their it fault. Lee Daniels is the butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie stars Idris Elba, Lorraine Toussaint from Orange is the New Black and Selma. She's really talented. I didn't know who she was at the top of my head, but she's in a lot of things. And, of course, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. I heard he's pretty solid. I know is that where he's from? I like saw a picture of him and I was like, he looks really familiar. Yes, he <laughs> is the only black person in the show Stranger Things. The only black person? Yeah, I think he's the only black person. But that is pretty on brand because they're knocking off an 80s movie. So I, it makes sense, I guess. This movie is supposed to be warm and heartfelt and blah, 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 blah. I can tell you right now, based on the synopsis, that I already know the whole movie. 100%. <laughs> Um, a fan of the show, Brianna, uh, Anya, she hipped me to some info on how the urban cowboys could be like losing their home at the stables. They, they can't, they can't keep it up. And so like, there's a whole GoFundMe fiasco going on where people were donating to the wrong black cowboy GoFundMe that was set up by the filmmakers. So I guess like Ricky Staub set up his own nonprofit thing to help the black cowboys, but it wasn't the... It wasn't like the urban cowboy riding facility that what was it that like the book was based after. It was like a different way to get the youth kind of like in the community involved in equestrian things and kind of just like as a, they wanted to build like a community center, not help keep not help the guys keep the stables. So there's like two GoFundMe's going on and there's this whole there's this whole brouhaha. It's a brouhaha. Interesting. You find anything? No, I just read about the that they've been there for. Almost a century, 
and or over a century and that they um they exist to mentor kids and keep them off the streets and out of video games specifically video games well they were saying like yeah you know they keep them off the streets by having them take care of the horses and teach them about the tradition so they can pass it down but also like you know kids go home and they just like rot in front of tvs playing video games and they could be out in the world breathing fresh air out in the streets on horses like the good lord intended you know something really interesting this is something (laughs) this is something i experienced today there was two females they were not black they were caucasian and they were riding (laughs) they were riding horses in the rentham outlet parking lots which is like okay i think that there's like a little path there but what i was wondering was when they took giant shits on the sidewalk who cleans them up Uh, and that's my question for the urban cowboys I'm sure those, I'm sure the white girls were supposed to clean it up if you saw one of them take a shit. There was, like, a whole path of them. Like, for the two horses, there was paths, because you know how horses poop as they walk? Like, who was cleaning up those giant softball-sized turds? I'm hoping the owners of the horse, but I guarantee you, I bet you They didn't look like the girls that were responsible enough to be doing that. No, absolutely not. White women that ride their horses through mall parking lots usually aren't the kind of people that clean up their own shit. Uh, but I bet you a dollar that we see some horse poop in this movie. A dollar? Yeah. That's all you got? A dollar in Dogecoin or a dollar in real money? dollar in Dogecoin. Oh, shit, girl. I read an article <laughs> that when they were going to look for a row house to film this movie in, they asked the woman, uh, like, hey, we'd like to, f- we really like, you know, your homes. They asked the landlord, we really like your homes. Like, can we, can we film in here? And she was like, well, yeah, I think that'd be okay. And they were like, well, so we're going to have to reinforce the basement because we need to film with a horse in here and equipment and a crew. And she was like, so you're telling me that you're going to have a horse in here? And they were like, yep. And she's like, with all that equipment and all those people. And they were like, yep. And she was like, with that fine ass Idris Elba. And they were like, yep. And she's like, oh, I don't know about that. So, so, So initially she was like, I don't think I can do it. But she ended up letting him. She ended up letting them film in there. But there's a horse in the house a lot, which I guess is a real thing that those guys like keep their horses in their houses sometimes. Who cleans up the ho- who cleans up the horse shit in there? Well, I assume since they're responsible horse owners that they might, you know, have a little area that they only let their horse go and poopy in. Mm-hmm, but true. yeah, these girls just left it and I was like, they don't look like they're jumping down with their poop bag, like grabbing that up. Ugh, well, I tell you, this would be a way different movie if it was about white women. But, thankfully, it's not. At the time of this recording, Rihanna has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, based on 3,140 reviews. It has a 78% critic score, based on 104 reviews, and a 75% audience score, based on 100 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, It has a 67% on Metacritic. And it has an 89% of Google users like this movie. Kind of underwhelming scores, and being completely honest. First movie in a little while that we've watched that, like... I feel like we've watched some some, some bangers lately, both action-wise and dr- dramatic. Dramatic, either whether they were dramas, comedies, action flicks. Like, we've watched some really solid movies lately, and I, uh, I heard this was good, but... I'm not getting a lot of confidence uh, based on this alone, but can't judge a book by its cover. I'm excited for it. I'm a little underwhelmed. I'll tell you, I'm a lot more excited for it than I am watching 
Billie Eilish versus the United States next week, but that's a whole that's a whole separate separate scenario. Billie Eilish takes on America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler: That's what we're watching next week. Brown, what do you what do you think of this movie? What do you, what do you got? Um, I mean, it seems very predictable, but I'm interested in seeing these urban cowboys. Yeah, I, I heard the acting's really good, so I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh my hat on that and hope for the best. You ready to give me the synopsis while I pack my ball? Do you really think you should do that? But okay, sure. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, just do it. Just, I'm not judging just, you. Just, just go kidding. For it. Yeah, I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> live your life, girl. Anyway, ready, go. Sent to live with his estranged father for the summer, a rebellious teen finds a kinship in a tight knit Philadelphia community of black cowboys. Nice. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. I hope Lil Nas X is in this. <laughs> I w- oh my god, wouldn't that be so cute if he made like a little appearance? I love little Hell nonsense. yeah. Call me by your name. I support him. I watched his video so he could pay for his Nike lawsuit. Alright, <laughs> let's do let's do this thing. Pack him up, get your soup ready. And in three, two, one. And we're back <sighs> from watching what I thought was gonna be a Mr. Hands documentary, but I was <laughs> greatly mistaken it was indeed fast and furious 18 horses have power <laughs> i just help us stop pretending to be a cowboy and clean your goddamn house for a second get your get your boys some food you just have to eat beer oh god brianna what'd you think of concrete cowboy you know it was a cute little movie but i personally wish it would have been a documentary Oh my god, I was thinking the exact same thing. I would have much rather, especially at the end of the movie, they give you snippets of the real life uh, Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club. and Since they show, they like actually have them in the movie as like actors. And so it's like, why didn't they just like film them in their natural little hab- habitat? Yeah, I know. I, I, I completely agree. Uh, I want to be a black cowboy. I know. Maybe, maybe just a regular cow. <laughs> maybe I just want to live on a farm. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Live on a ranch with smush. Uh, (laughs) I want to know how many N-words the two white guys wrote into the actual script because it's said in abundance in this movie. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, unless Lee Daniels decided to jump in there and and start playing with the script, these two white guys just littered this thing. Um, Horses are disgusting, Brianna, huh? I think horses are scary, and it's partly because they're disgusting and smell, but partly because they're just, like, too big to be around humans without having, like, some sort of training. What did you, what did you akin them to? Uh... Taking care of a horse is like taking care of what? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, yeah, if you want to keep your horse in your house, it's just like taking care of a giant hamster that you let run around your entire house. Which is way more shit. It's a shit dumpster (laughs) Yeah, but just bigger shits. (laughs) Listen, I kind of get why the Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club's getting their place taken away because there's just dumpsters of shit hanging out in the front yard. Yeah, instead of maybe yelling at them and going like, you're malnourishing the animals, maybe they could have been like, hey guys, there's this nice little plot of land pretty far away from the city, but what if we told you you could move there as long as you take your friggin' horse's shit bucket with you oh shit dumpster there was like multiple shit dumpsters yeah like we won't bother you you guys go out there you be the urban cowboys you want to be you want to roll in through the city say hi sure but then you go back all the way out there (laughs) this uh this movie really tried to make philly look rural 
It did. They really only showed like two different places in Philly. I didn't like the directing and cinematography in this. I wasn't a huge fan of it. There was very fast and furious shots. Yeah, not enough shots of the environment around him. Too many close-ups and, and challenging cinematography that just didn't fit for me. There were points in times where I was really uncomfortable, but I knew that wasn't like the, the, the motive of the shot, and it was just trying to kind of be like cool and and intense and and I, and I appreciate you taking some some liberties in your art but like I don't know like make it make it make it bigger cuz the 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 heart of this movie is the club in the city of Philadelphia and they didn't make this movie Philly oriented at all and I really thought that that's what it was missing I was pretty bored by this thing if I'm being completely honest with you there I my my mind was meandering throughout I I I, I won't lie it wasn't it it wasn't the most tight story in the entire world. Uh, it definitely trailed off. Main character, I felt Brianna. I don't know. I want to know what you thought about this, but I I really felt like the main character, uh, Caleb McLaughlin, he was spread too thin. By he had to make like he had to form like seventeen different relationships at the same time. So he was yeah. never comfortable. Like he he was always out of his element and there was never any point in time where you saw him comfortable and like forming a good relationship with one of the people so it i didn't i didn't feel any emotion out of it when things started happening it was um it was a pretty boring movie i put like my whole bed back together like sheets on i put some clothes away i went out into the kitchen and got some water but you don't have to be there there was um the only good acting i remember like everyone's acting was okay there was no one that was bad. No, I thought the acting, the, was, acting was fine. It just wasn't like, it wasn't Oscar. You're not going to see this movie hitting Oscars next year. No. My favorite actor was the guy in the wheelchair, Paris. I felt the same I way, thought he yeah. did an amazing job. And he ended up being a real life Herb, Fletcher Street urban cowboy rider. Yeah. So that Which was, was even like, oh, nice. Yeah. Lil Nas X plays a sea story love interest <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> and it actually ends up not being Lil Nas X, but an actual Fletcher Street urban rider girl. Uh, I kind of I was getting the vibe from her, like a little Nas X vibe. What does that mean? Like she's the devil? no. I was getting the vibe that she might have been a real Fletcher Street cowboy. Oh person. yeah, well with her teeth, kind of gave it away. She had some. Her teeth were interesting. Oh, oh I loved uh, her teeth. The guy who played Smush, there's a man named Smush in this movie, and the guy who played him could 100% play Kanye West in a biopic. You watch this movie and tell me this man could not play Kanye West in a biopic. <laughs> You're just wrong. Um. Acting, yeah, like I said, acting was good, but it didn't elicit any emotion out of me. Uh, scenes were a little mm-hmm. too long at points. Plot the whole was movie a little was jum- about an hour and 20 minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, they definitely could have shortened it by probably 15 minutes. Uh, plot was a little jumbled. Like I said earlier, relationships just not fully flushed out. There was never any point in time for me to be like, wow, I'm really, I'm really uh, involved in the way these two people interact and I want to see how the movie progresses in their direction. Um, I will say that, of course, the main character gets mixed up in some gang shit. Because it is a uh, it's a hood movie. It might not look like one, but it definitely is. But there hasn't been any good hood movies in a long time, so it was nice to see some old tropes back in action. Like uh, spoiler alert, the main character like he gets up, he gets mixed up in like some side stuff, and everybody's like, "You don't want to get mixed up in that stuff." It's like Boys in the Hood, but but with horses. <laughs> um, Method Man's in it. He's 
he's in it for a small amount of time. I really can't say if he's good or bad. I like Method Man, so it was just nice to see him, I guess. I thought he did a, a good job in his role. Me, me too. Uh, the ending, though, if we're gonna if, if we're gonna leave this anywhere, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say, is that one of your least favorite parts? <laughs> it's de- yeah. I'm definitely gonna get into it. It was a big bummer for me. <laughs> it was a huge bummer for me. The ending is super off putting. Brianna immediately said that, well, it's written by two white guys, so they want that happy ass <laughs> ending, it, which is, which couldn't be true. Truer words have not been spoken. Uh, just super off putting. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go watch it or so, or just li- wait until the spoiler zone. If you if you don't want to wait, you know how it goes. But either way, super jumbled, super like, what the fuck was that? That makes absolute no sense. That came out of fucking nowhere. And it really kind of set off my just total ambivalence to the whole movie. There was points in times where you're like, this is cool. But there was never really moments of intensity. There were never moments of... There was uh, there wasn't supposed to be any action, but it's like this movie wanted to be Moonlight, but it wasn't trying to be Moonlight. I I really can't wrap my mind around what this thing wanted to be, um, and whatever it wanted to be, it just did not didn't work. Mm-mm. I would have much rather seen like a limited series about the Fletcher Street urban cowboy gang, and then maybe branched off into like other places where they might have them, but. This yeah, didn't need to be a movie. Just, just a series about American urban cowboys. Yeah. Like a docu-series, that would have been good, but this missed this missed the mark for me. Uh, Idris Elba was a good actor, and um, his accent is top-notch. He's, the dude plays a guy from an American city like I've never seen. Just, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, like Benedict Cumberbatch couldn't play a a fucking like a guy from inner city boston like idris elba can play a guy from inner city philadelphia or Baltimore. no idris elba's pretty good yeah he he really is he's gonna get an oscar one day you mark my words how many popcorn bags you giving it <sighs> i would give it out of 50 popcorn bags probably like a 21 yeah, okay, that's fair. I would recommend it, but I'm not going to push it hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm going to give it a 31, only because it's, oh. like, it's, it's, um... You like the subject matter? I do like the subject matter. I like the acting. I like how they put the actual urban cowboys in there, mm-hmm. but it just has, it's, it's got a long way to go, but I would say check it out because it's on... It's on Netflix, but yeah, you could turn it off if you're bored. I, I would. You could kind of watch it in the background. Yeah, yeah, you can watch it in the background like Brianna did. See, I at least watched it <laughs> intently. Hey, you know, if I didn't get that bed made, it was gonna be game over after this. So, <laughs> spoiler zone. I can't. Even, I can't even give you a good spoiler zone today. It's so. I got. Oh, I got to tell you one thing. I got more least favorite parts than I got favorite parts. Let's start off with <laughs> your f- favorite parts, Brianna. <laughs> My favorite part was anytime um, Idris Elba was in it. I think that he's a very attractive man, and that we are very lucky he's on this earth. 
<laughs> I liked the scene with the horses. Even though horses scare me, I still thought all the scenes with the horses were very nice. Horses are frightening. They are, but uh, I still liked the shots with them. Another one of my favorite parts, and you probably have this as one of your favorite parts, but when the guy Paris is in the wheelchair and they, they end up putting him up on a horse and he rides around and you can just tell, like, ugh, he is feeling it. Oh, I completely forgot about that part. I was so blindsided by all the bad parts. <laughs> that was a really um, sweet part, though. That was that was really nice. That kind of pissed me off, though, that scene, because uh, the kid from Stranger Things got all pissy because they were helping the guy in the wheelchair get on the horse for the first time. And he was like, why ain't nobody want to teach me how to ride a horse? And it's like, dude, get over yourself. Yeah. But Idris Elba didn't even say that. Idris Elba was just like, man up, pussy. Like, he didn't even do it. I, I don't know. Like, the... The <coughs> the character arcs in this were so bizarre. Like nobody really learned shit. If I'm being honest, Caleb just learned that uh, to be a cowboy and to he was still doing. He was still getting into some gang shit at the end of like the very end. So I I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go go going off the rails here. <laughs> Reel it back in, girl. They named him Coltrane. Who would do that? Idris Elba. You want to fight him? No, he's very big. <laughs> I would love for him to, like, grab me. Like a hug, though. <laughs> <laughs> How about a Red Rover? Oh, when... <laughs> was that one of your... Yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Was I was, that I one was of your... <laughs> I was trying to transition. I was trying to segue into one of my favorite parts, which was one of their bad horses, Blue, or Boo, got out of the stables, Boo. and they were like, we gotta get Boo! We gotta wrangle him up! He's going crazy down at the softball field! And there was just a bunch <laughs> of frightened white guys down at the softball field, and I got a feeling that it was not because of the horses that they were so frightened. These white guys looked like the business type that might have had some preconceived notions about people. So they were probably racist is what I'm saying. And so these racist white people were probably very <laughs> afraid of all the black people coming towards them trying to get their big scary horse. And they actually showed like several of the white people looking very frightened. Um, and so I really that liked that. That looked like they, uh, they might have pranked him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't real. Um, either way, uh, they had to get their horse, and so they all chain-linked, like, they made an arm link, and they were like, all right, we got a red rover the horse, and so they tried to, like, wrangle up the horse, um, and then Caleb ended up hooking the horse, because it was kind of like his horse, because he was the head black cowboy. But not really. But he was. But like in that instance, he was the head black cowboy. <laughs> they were like, "You did it. You did it, girl. He's your horse now for sure." <laughs> Some of your other favorite parts. <laughs> um, that was really it. I like the method man message moment. Message. <laughs> he said, "You don't have to get out to grow up." I was like, "Oh shit." He was talking about the hood. Because for some reason there was a, the side storyline. Smush's like Smush's hood dream was to leave leave the hood and flip ranches in the Midwest, where quote. Uh, land is cheap out there. That's what Smush, Smush told the coal. He said um, out west, and it was like, really? Is it where? I, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I feel like that's like maybe the 1800s, but okay. And uh, and <laughs> and so like Method Man was trying to tell him that like you don't have to leave the hood to grow up, and like that's totally true. But listen, if the kid wants to leave abject poverty, he was living. In this, like, broken-out house with a horse in it, and he had to sleep on a couch, and his dad only had beer in the fridge. Like, if he doesn't want to live there, and he wants to go flip ranches with his buddy in the Midwest, like, let him go. Shit. Yeah. He didn't want to stay in that rundown-ass house. Like, what the fuck? Like, did... Like it sucked in there. His dad, his his dad's kind of not great. Like, his dad, his dad even said, like, I'm not great. <laughs> 
Like he's even he said I just was like I, what do you want me to say? Like I'm not great. He was like, I'm not great. I went to jail. Let's just gripe about this for a second. Least favorite parts. We're going to the least favorite parts. <laughs> no, let's gripe about how close Detroit and Philadelphia aren't. Okay, so yeah, let's start at the if we're gonna least favorite part, <laughs> we'll start off at the very beginning. His he gets in a fight at school, Cole, and his mom drives him from Detroit to Philadelphia in one shot, leaves him on the side of the street with two trash bags, and is just like peace. Like that's it. Like she, but like she just sprung it on him. She's like, "You got expelled. I don't know what to do with you. I'm bringing in your father's. Bye." And so mm-hmm. that's a long ass drive. That's got to yeah. be at least ten hours. That's not like just one like cute little trip. Like I don't know, two hours away. Like oh, I'll be fine. Boston to Cleveland's like ten hours, so I'm gonna assume Detroit to Philly's like ten hours. I don't know, but that's what I'm gonna think. And so that's a long ass drive just to like, so, so think of that before. So keep that in mind while we're, while we're speaking, because at the very end, that's going to come back. Uh, so, so she drops him off. He's fucking sad and shit. And then he's wandering around the hood trying to find a place to stay. And everybody's like, no, you can't stay anywhere. So we spent, we spent 25 goddamn minutes trying to, trying to find a place for this kid to stay. And then he had just ends up back at his dad's house where he's like, all right, I want to be a cowboy and shit now. He's literally what he says. According to Google, it's about nine hours. Oh, so I was pretty good. All right, I'll 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 take it. <laughs> um, so then they introduce this kid named Smush. And... Smush is like a friend from like when they were kids. Like, I don't get how they all knew each other. Like, <laughs> he, like this kid didn't remember shit about shit, but he remembered Smush from when they were like four or whatever. <laughs> and Smush is selling drugs. And then all of a sudden, uh, Cole is also selling drugs somehow um and so now you're like all right well smush is in the game and so then there's a point in time where like adrisel was like you're gonna you know you keep hanging around with smush you're gonna get shot and then me and brown were like oh all right smush is gonna die so smush is just gonna yeah die. there was a there was a lot of foreshadowing and yeah. like i love foreshadowing but this one was just like the storyline was already blatantly obvious so we didn't really need any foreshadowing yeah spoiler alert smush dies um <laughs> We're in the spoiler zone. It's okay. Uh, so, so that was very frustrating, and the most frustrating part was definitely the ending. So now, so now you're at the ending. Smush is dead. They've taken the horses from them, but they stole them back. The kid is now okay with living in abject poverty with a horse uh, in the house. Now two horses are in the house, and he's a cowboy now with his dad. Um, and his dad doesn't have a job. I don't know what the fuck the dad does. And uh, all of a sudden, they're washing the horses in the street. So Philadelphia and the fucking mom shows up. The mom who left the dad because he went to federal prison. Uh, who dropped the kid off at the after side she of the road. ratted him out. Oh yeah, she she ratted him out. But 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 so she she's in Detroit now, and so she's in Detroit the whole summer. And this is a, you know a summer of growth and stuff. And they're washing the horses, and the mom shows up, and you're like, what the fuck? Why is the mom here? The mom drove ten hours. It's like the afternoon, so the mom the mom got in the car at like like 5 a.m 4 a.m and she drove down to fucking philadelphia to just walk up to idris elba and start crying in his arm arms she started crying <laughs> in his arms for no reason and he's like thank you and she's like i'm sorry and then she sees her son who she booted out of the car with trash bags and did <laughs> and didn't care what happened to him and just like in whatever in the middle of the freaking night was just like bye bitch <laughs> And so then she just starts crying. She sees her son and she's like, my baby. And then they they all hug. They share a triple hug. And then the, the it pans out. 
and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, could have done without that. It was terrible. <sighs> After no, you have to mention the speech that they he gives about you know when Vin Diesel's like we're a family, no matter where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gives the he gives the Vin Diesel speech at the very end yeah, while they're on and while they're on horses instead of in cars. It could have just ended with that. It was it would have been a cheesy ending, but it would have been better than the other one. It was so oh. cheesy. Oh my god! All right, <clears throat> that's the review. It's 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 too long as it is already. I'm probably gonna cut some stuff out because I was just I was just going off the rails at, at the end there. <laughs> well, what else did you watch this week, Brianna? Uh... Um. I watched an hour of Thunder Force. Yeah, I tried that too. Very bad. It's not that I... I'll probably go back to it. I just had to stop because someone kept calling me. And then I also watched Bad Trip, which I heard you watched as well. Did you like? Um, yeah. You know, it was funny. I liked the ending when uh, they kind of revealed that it was all a prank i always loved that about um jackass so yeah i uh it was on the it was better than definitely better than bad grandpa but like not as good as like a borat but it was still funny i enjoyed it you watch um Mm -hmm. you watch anything else i watched three of four episodes of this is a robbery about the robbery from the isabella stewart gardner museum right here in boston and what'd you think well i didn't watch the last episode and it was like the most pivotal one but so far i think it's interesting i always thought that that robbery was very interesting yeah i don't know much about it i'll have to look into it you should watch this doc yeah maybe i will Uh, let us know when you finish it how it was did you watch anything yeah i ran back some of the godzillas uh i watched the one from 2014 again and you couldn't see shit in it and they killed Brian Cranston for no reason. I decided. What the fuck? Yeah, right at the beginning, too. Yeah, so dumb. Uh, it's not even right at the beginning. It's like 40 minutes in, and he's like a main character. I don't know. It's so super dumb. He was great. And then they just, they just, it was just his stupid kid in it for the rest of the movie, trying to get back to Wanda. But you couldn't see anything because it was so dark, and I was pissed. I watched the one from 1998, though. Not bad. Acting, super terrible. Acting was was really not great. Even for 1998? Yeah, a- a- acting was super, super bad. Um, but the little baby Godzillas were so cute. Um, and <laughs> Godzilla looked really good in that one. And it had a lot of light and stuff like that. I remember so. him looking real sexy in that one. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think of Falcon Winter Soldier? I don't know, but all I was reading was... Wait, you didn't next... watch? Did you watch? I did, yeah. I thought it was fucking the best one yet. <laughs> well, I thought that about the last one, but they just keep getting better and better. Yeah, I thought it was the best one yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I thought it was incredible um, but yeah i was reading that there's gonna be someone a marvel character like another marvel character in this following episode or in the new episode oh nice maybe isaiah <sighs> but uh i don't know isaiah Bradley. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it i thought it was amazing i think daniel Bruhl is wonderful yeah he's awesome i loved him in inglorious bastards like ugh. He's a good bad guy. Headlines. Extra, extra. Read all about it. <laughs> just, just pushing them through. Just trying to, just trying to get through. Sorry, everybody. Um, go listen to my other podcast, Dope Flicks. It's, uh, it's out, it's out right now. I'll give you another plug later. Uh, Netflix, uh, Brianna won the rights to Sony's movies after they finished with theatrical runs, starting in 2022 and then going to 2026. So it's like a four-year deal. We're talking movies mm. like Into the Spider-Verse 2, like Venom, Jumanji franchise. There's a Morbius movie coming out with Jared Leto as a Marvel vampire, uh, which would mm. be weird. Uh, Uncharted movie with Tom Holland. 
So we could be looking at 15 to 20 movies a year for the next four years. You know, now Sony's no Disney, of course, but hey, it's a push in the right direction. I'll take it. I love when new movies get to streaming. I'll have to wait for the after theatrical run, but assuming that 45 days is a average time, uh, I'll, take it. I'll take it. I feel like that's that's pretty reasonable. Rocky Brianna is not going to be in Creed 3. What do you think? Nah. I only saw the first Creed and it was good, but I don't really know if I need to see the other two now. You, the second Creed was okay. It was not as good as the first one. It's just a given. The first one was a fresh idea. You got anything? Oh, well, following up on your Netflix Sony deal, you know how HBO Max announced in 2022 that they would stop the the streaming of new movies? Yeah. Apparently, they're still letting some in, so we should be comfortable. I don't know which movies. Obviously, they're probably not going to be the ones that are going to generate a lot at theaters, but they're going to they're gonna let some in. Okay, not bad. I'll take it then. I'll take it. I have, uh, what else? Oh, Mission Impossible. It got pushed back. Oh, I've never seen a Mission Impossible. Oh my gosh, Mission Impossible. The first one, bad. It's real bad. Yeah? <laughs> if But if you can make it through Mission Impossible, the Ridge, you'll be fine. They really start to pick up at like four and five. I mean, two and three are good, but then like more come out. So you're like, oh, sorry, they, they got pushed down a little bit. And this last one... enjoyable yeah i mean how many are how many are there the one that just got pushed back i think was eight seven or eight Mm, interesting but they're good they're really good like alec baldwin's in them the one where um henry cavill's in it oh my gosh I don't even, yeah, I've never, I don't, I've never seen one of them, so I have no idea which ones you're talking about at all. Yeah, well, no, you gotta, you have to watch the first one because it sets the rules for everyone else, but it's terrible. <laughs> that, well, that's the, yeah, that's the OG. <laughs> oh, wait, that's yeah, James Bond. But we don't, like, there's the, where he falls through the ceiling and he's, like, hanging on yeah, the wire, yeah, that yeah, famous yeah. one. That's both the most exciting part of that movie. Okay. Hey, you got anything else? Yeah, there's going to be a new movie about um, Gucci. It's called House of Gucci. And it... With Adam Driver, right? And Lady Gu- yeah, with Lady Adam Gaga. Driver and Lady... Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've never seen A Star is Born. Me either. And But I liked Lady Gaga in American Horror Story, so I'm going to give her a chance for this. And I was actually reading like the backstory of what the film is based on, and it is wacky. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I read some backstory too. What, what do you got? Well, between Versace and then Gucci, like, I guess fashion designer, just fashion designers just lead these wild lives. <laughs> but I read that, whatever, I think the great-great-grandson of the owner of Gucci, who owns the com- or ran the company then, his wife plotted, hired a hitman to, like, kill him. And then it's, like, all about the other Gucci kids that were left over and, like, all the controversy and stuff like that and, like, mistresses and, like, it was it was crazy. It was a weird, a weird read. So I'm now a little more excited for it. I was looking at the pictures of, like, who the actor is playing and, like, Jared Leto's in it. He doesn't need to be in it. He doesn't look really anything like the person he's portraying. Lady Gaga looks pretty decent, though. She looks spot on for hers. Adam Driver, meh, it's okay. 
<laughs> but I like Adam, Adam Driver, so I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah. So the BAFTAs ended like a couple hours ago. Oh yeah! Tell me your BAFTA news. I want to. I want to give you some. I want to give you some some winners here. Um, supporting actor Daniel Kaluuya, um, <laughs> Yoo Jung Yoon from Minari. She plays the grandma in it. She won for best uh, supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Fran McDormand won for best actress for Nomadland. Okay. Anthony Hopkins won for best actor. For the father. Oh. Beat out Chadwick and Riz Ahmed. Hey, you know, it just proves that Anthony Hopkins, he still got it. He's like, yeah, these young chickens are around, but look what I still got. You don't think that's you don't <laughs> think that's too crazy, though, do you, after we watch The Father? I mean, for the BAFTAs, I don't think it's that crazy, but yeah, yeah it I is agree. kind of upsetting that like, Riz Ahmed just keeps fucking getting sniped yeah. every single time. He's British, too. Give the man a come on. But I know. I guess Anthony Hopkins could be dead next year. They don't know. <laughs> Uh, best they don't want to mess up. Yeah, they don't want to mess up. So, best film went to Nomadland, though. I saw that Chloe Zhao got like the Art Director Guild Award or something. Mm. Well, she also got Best uh, Director. Oh. Yeah, she got Best Director. Uh, Soul won for Best Animated. Mm. Promising Young Woman won for Best Original Screenplay. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Adapted Screenplay went to The Father, which beat White Tiger, which I don't agree with. White Tiger? Yeah, Are you wh- kidding me? That slapped over the father. White Tiger should win the Oscar. I really hope it does. Uh, cinematography went to Nomadland, which makes sense. And mm-hmm. editing went to Sound of Metal. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those all make sense. I think that was the father ever nominated. That was a pretty good one. Uh, best British film went to Promising a Woman because Emerald Fennel is British. Carrie Mulligan's British. But Fran McDormand <laughs> won over her. I don't even think she oh, was. Whatever. Carrie Mulligan was nominated for the BAFTA. Wow. So what are your what are your reactions as a whole? Think every everything it all makes sense or? I know that for the Oscars, Maria Bakalava and the grandmother from Minari are in the same category, and I thought that the grandmother was fantastic, but she didn't beat Maria Bakalava from Bor- Borat. I'm sorry. That makes me feel like she's going to win the Oscar, too. Uh, but I don't want her to win because she's Asian. I want them. I want her to win because she was a good actress. Ooh. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I like. I thought they were both really good, but I think that Maria should win, and I just want her to win because she's the best. She was very good. Um, the woman who played the grandmother in Minari was pretty solid at what she did. She didn't get as much screen time as Maria Baklava. I really think that that would say a lot about the academy if they were going to give it to maria baklava and i so i really don't think they're going to give it to her just because it, i know i know how they operate or at least i feel like i know how they operate uh and they'd really surprise me if they had enough integrity to to give an award like that to uh her for such a role that'd be something well we'll find out yeah we'll find out you got any other news because i'm i'm out i'm out dog that's all i had all right other than i think the new captain america is about to be canceled by social media on this show <laughs> oh yeah that's that's that, he killed the fuck out of that dude he killed oh, yeah. the absolute ever-loving fuck out of that dude um in front of the entire world and now he's all juiced up um and it's gonna take someone kind of like reverse curb stomped him it was a little scary yeah, it was a little scary he's gonna have to uh we're gonna have to get another super in there to to find out what's going on. So, all right. So, ugh, nah, next week we're watching the United States versus Billie Eilish. 
Um, but it's not Billie Eilish. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's, it's Billie Holiday. The United yeah. States versus Billie Holiday. Billie Jean King takes on Billie Holiday. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to watch Detective Chinatown, but Brianna mentions that. It would probably be a good idea to watch the United States vs. Billy Holiday because it is an Oscar movie and we should probably be just well-rounded in the categories. And I agreed. I'm not excited for it, but it's something that we're going to do. You went and watched Mank. I was going to watch. I thought we would watch Mank on here. So when you went and watched that, I was like, well, I'm going to go watch another round. And then they just left The Legend of Billie Jean King. Yeah. Another round won Best uh, Foreign Film at the BAFTAs too, so. Another round was pretty good. It was a pretty good film. Crap, we should have watched that instead of Billie Eilish movie. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> well, I told you, after you went and saw Mank, I went and watched that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. He's going to do me like that? Okay. Fucking, <laughs> fucking double-cross me. So, come back next week, everybody. <laughs> we'll be watching the United States for Billie Holiday. Thank you so much for listening. Check out my other podcast, Dope Flicks. You can find us on Apple uh, Apple podcasts or spotify or any place you get your podcast from um brianna hello thanks so much for hanging out tonight we really appreciate everybody hit us up on twitter discord instagram in the dms send dick tips pics to brianna she loves them <laughs> bye later peace bye beans <laughs>